If you own a vehicle with less than 200,000 miles and have an auto warranty about to expire or no warranty coverage at all, listen up. CarShield has a low-cost, month-to-month vehicle protection plan that covers more parts than ever. Visit carshield.com audio to find out how you could pay almost nothing for covered auto repairs. Drivers who activate this vehicle protection today will also receive free roadside assistance, free towing, and car rental options at no additional cost. Get your free quote today at carshield.com audio. That's carshield.com audio. When facing a family law matter, it can feel like an overwhelming and never-ending court process. It's vital to know that things will look better on the other side if you hire legal counsel with the skill and compassion to help. It's Stangy Law Firm. We represent clients in difficult family law matters every day. Visit FamilyLawRepresentation.com to schedule your consultation. That's FamilyLawRepresentation.com. Stangy Law Firm, here to help you rebuild your life. Stangy Law Firm has an office in Wichita. Kirk Stangy, 120 South Central Avenue, Suite 450 Clayton, Missouri. The Empire is brought to you by. I never go anywhere without my coldest water bottle. If you watch me on YouTube, then you know I always have my coldest water bottle next to me at all times. I've been collaborating with this company for a couple of years, more than a couple of years now, before the pandemic. And the coldest water bottle keeps your water cold for 36 plus hours, and they mean that. But coldest has expanded. They have sheets. They have ice packs. They have so many amazing new products, including multiple types of water bottles and things to hold your drinks and coffee all available at coldest.com. But, of course, you want a discount code. Kempire 10 will give you 10% off of your order. It's the holiday season, so go get you something for yourself or a friend or family member. More information will be available in the description of this episode. And don't forget to use the discount code Kempire 10 for 10% off. You're listening to The Kempire here on the Kempire Radio Network. Okay. Come on in. Come on in. What's going on? Yes. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Yeah. <laughs> Wagwan. <laughs> Let me turn my look. Let me turn my notifications off. Ooh. Hold on. I apologize for the lateness, but you know, it takes it takes a village to get this show going. We're live already on on TikTok, be sure to follow me on TikTok, guys, at The Kempire on TikTok, also on Twitter and on Instagram. Be sure to follow us there. And don't forget the audio version of our live recaps and so much more, including some special episodes, will be available on Apple and Spotify. So be sure to subscribe to Kempire Radio on your favorite podcast platforms. Okay? All right. All right. All right. Wait, can, you, can y'all hear me? Look, testing, testing, testing. I know Mama Ali says she can't hear, so I want to make sure that you guys can hear me. Be sure to let me know if you can hear me in the live chat. Um, all right. Um, okay. Whose birthday twins? Whose birthday? Who's celebrating a birthday, guys? This is our weekly recap of the uh, Real Housewives of Potomac. You guys will let me know if you can hear me on YouTube, Facebook, Twitch, and Twitter. All right. As you can see, we are fully ready for the holidays behind me. Come on now. Okay. Thank you, Delicious. All right. You know, I get nervous when you guys say, I can't hear you. I can't hear you. It's all right. It's all right. Make sure your technical stuff works before you, before you say it in the chat. <laughs> Please double check your stuff because that makes me nervous. Like, wait, can you hear me? Please just double check your stuff before you say it in the chat. All right. All right. It doesn't matter. Real Housewives of Potomac. How are you feeling about this season? On our YouTube channel, we've asked you to vote on how you would rate this week's episode. I've heard mixed things. I've heard mixed, mixed things. But 
it's not about what everyone else is saying. It's about what I think, <laughs> but also what you think. I want to hear what you guys think in the live chat and, of course, Replay Crew and um, those of you that are listening on on audio or on the podcast. I want to hear. I want to hear from you. So be sure to hit us up on Twitter and on Instagram and all the platforms to let us know or in the comment section of the video form of this video. All right. So be sure to let us know. But before we get into any of that, let's get into the holiday spirit and then let's get into this Real Housewives of Potomac recap. All right. Guys, welcome back to the Kempire channel, your number one source for pop culture news and music, entertainment, reality TV, and so much more. This is our weekly recap of the Real Housewives of Potomac in their latest episode. And don't forget, you can hear the audio version of this live recap and some special episodes on the Kempire Radio podcast available on Apple and Spotify platforms. So, where do we begin? Um, Maybe, okay, let's begin with the episode, and then we'll talk about a little bit of what Wendy, Dr. Wendy Acefo is saying on social media in regards to this situation between her and NECA, all right? I've been trying to keep an open mind to every new person that comes on the show, so I'm still, (laughs) all right. So at the top of this episode, we have Ashley, me, and Giselle. They're going shopping uh, for their Austin trip. So they're going to Austin because I guess this is where things get weird in Austin. I never heard about that in regards to Austin. Shout out to all, all of you that, that live in Austin that watch the program or listen to the program. I, I never heard that as a, as a tagline for Austin. Is that, is that what Austin is known for? Things are getting weird? Okay. Kay says NECA's lying about her age. Yeah, didn't she say one age in one part, part of the show and a different age in another part? I mean, look, we had Mia lie about her age and we forgave her. Or did we? <laughs> look, did we forgive her for that? Or we just said, oh, you know, she be lying. <laughs> she be lying. All right. All right. So we have Ashley, Mia, and Giselle going shopping for this trip. Keep it weird. Austin must be a thing. This is according to Ashley. She's been there once, so she swears that she loves the place and she knows everything about the place. I am so done with Ashley this season. I look at Ashley with such the side eye, and maybe because Dr. Wendy opened up to her and really gave her so much love. Like she poured into Ashley at Ashley's home, her house, housewarming. And and only for Ashley to just be so messy. And I'm thinking, Ashley, you are low down. You are low down. And people, people have really kind of given you the pass, maybe because you're young or younger than, than Giselle. Oh, Michelle said, oh, it's, it's keep Austin weird. Why? <laughs> but Why? But why? Anyways, so it's keep keep Austin weird. I never hear about weird things coming out of Austin. You know what, who should have that saying? Florida. <laughs> Florida should have keep Florida weird. I never heard hear about weird stuff coming out of Austin, but maybe now I will. You guys will let me know where that saying comes from. But Florida should have it. D says, and Austin is weird. I have seen some things. Oh, now I'm going to start doing some research. Shout out to people that watch in Austin, though. We're not judging you. Florida, we are. <laughs> so um, Giselle says that she, she, they talk about Karen. You know, always. Karen is always the subject of conversation for some reason. But for me, Karen is the reason, to, is the reason for the season. 
All right. She is the reason for me to watch this season. She really has saved these last few episodes just because she keeps it light and fun. And she's really trying to navigate between both groups because the groups are very much separated. So I'm really enjoying Karen. Last week she had me laughing. This week she has me laughing. She is the light energy. And I know somebody's like, she don't got a storyline. But this is a reminder that you don't have to have a storyline to be interesting and entertaining reality television. Storyline, storyline, storyline. Yes, you need a storyline. Someone needs to have a storyline on a show to keep the show going. But you also need someone that's going to bring the light energy when everyone's so blasted, you know. So, of course, Giselle's like, yo, Karen's been on the cracking juice all week. What? Giselle always goes dark instead of funny. You know what I mean? So um, Giselle says she wants to get Karen liquored up at during during the um, the Austin trip because we know when Karen drinks she gets she gets a little funny she gets a little funny but I don't need y'all liquoring up our our um, Karen because y'all are gonna use anything she says against her later. See, those are the people that Karen should not drink in front of because they are not your friends. I don't care how long Giselle and Karen have known each other. That is not your friend. She has clearly told you and shown you she is not your friend. She is no one's friend. The only person she's ever really been a friend to is Robin. That's the only person. I don't even know how loyal she is there. Uh Uh-oh, uh-oh. You know, shout out to our Nigerian. You know, I, I did my 23 and me. I'm I I'm I'm Ibu too. Look, look, look. <laughs> look, 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 look. I did my, my 23 and me. My roots are in Nigeria. Okay. Um uh Coop, Cuba, Coop Star Mania says, as a Nigerian American, NECA is playing on the cultural ignorance of the cast. Ooh. Look, ooh. I mean, I keep seeing that comment from a lot of night. You know, a lot of Nigerians follow me. Hey, hey, Nigeria, I got to get there too. Shout out to South Africa too, because um, a lot of South Africans watch too. I was just saying, I need to do a live show in South Africa. All right. So they end up talking, but Giselle, of course, ends up talking about NECA. Speaking of NECA, brings up NECA's accusations against against Dr. Wendy Sefo, and Giselle's like, "Oh, I believe him." She says, Necka, it, Ashley says, Necka spoke with such conviction. She believes the accusations too. Mind you, Necka's accusations weren't accusations that Necka heard herself. She's hearing it from her cousin-in-law, who's not in a good place with Ivy, Dr. Wendy Acefo's sister. Do I believe that they had an argument? Do I believe that Dr. Wendy did not want Necka on the show? I do. We see this all the time with these housewives. This is not the first time where another housewife may have known of someone. They don't necessarily are friends, but they know of this person. Because the DMV, too, like that whole area, a lot of you know of each other, but you're not friends. So I kind of get where um, uh, Dr. Wendy might be coming from. All right. I kind of get where she might be coming from in regards to this. We're going to expand on that in just a second. Do I think that Dr. Wendy Sefa wanted to be the only Nigerian on the show? I don't know about that, y'all. Come on now. <laughs> I don't know about that. But maybe she didn't want this particular person on the show that's from her, you know, her, 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 her country and her roots and her culture. Maybe. 
And then we're starting to see. Oh, thank you. Thank you, Chai says. Ibu, wait, Ibu uh, here chiming in. Welcome to the Fold Campfire. Look, my ancestry. I did it. <laughs> Sound like damn Portia. <laughs> so Giselle believes, believes NECA. She's like, oh, she's a lawyer. She's a lawyer. She knows what she's talking about. As someone that's worked with thousands, thousands of attorneys. All right. Just because you're an attorney, and shout out to all the attorneys, this is no shade, but there are stupid people in every profession, and I've met quite a few of them that were attorneys. Oh, damn. <laughs> but it's, it's true, and you know I love a, an attorney. However, Giselle's, she's an attorney, and is she practicing? Oh, no, she said she was practicing. Girl, how's that bar um, status? Because someone sent me. Lies, the lies. Mm. <laughs> okay so ashley says she believes it she said neca said it with such conviction uh, com- su- such conviction mia says a lot of stuff with conviction too and she's a liar <laughs> lies the lie just saying the gel giselle then brings up that the fact that she brought this up to um Pastor Holy Whore. I'm sorry, Pastor Jamal. I couldn't think of his name, so I went there first. Sorry. Sorry. She brought this up to Pastor Jamal. He's like, yeah, you don't want to play with those. That, that's real. Anyone else thought that was so random that she, that she brought up Jamal in this? Is it because he's a pastor? That's why she decided to bring him up in it, so it gives it significance? Let me tell you something, um, Giselle. I will never take what Jamal Bryant says with any sort of weight because of his history, his history with you, his history on the show, his history in general. Okay. I know he's a good orator and people love when he speaks, but he doesn't live what he speaks. Lies, the lie. So save me on Jamal said, okay, Jamal has said a lot. Jamal tells us not to lie, and he's sitting here lying and spreading it wide and doing all this other stuff. Okay, damn. This is not about Jamal. (laughs) This is not about Jamal. But please excuse. Well, you know a demon would know a demon. Oh, damn, damn. I'm sorry. Look, he's getting strays, and he didn't even mean it. He said he was never going to be on this show again. Come on. But she she decided to like, you know what? Because Jamal's a pastor. She didn't say this part, but she said, oh, I, I talked to Jamal about this. And Jamal said, Giselle, now I understand why you and Jamal were together. Because you're just as bad as he is. Look, just saying. All right. So they're, they're, they're talking about that. Then they talk about how uh, NECA's husband, Ike, sort of was squaring up to um, Happy Eddie. I didn't, here's the thing. I didn't like the fact that Happy Eddie last week just didn't own the fact that, yeah, I unfollowed you because your wife is saying and doing things about my wife. That's why I unfollowed you. I unfriended you from Facebook. But I will also say this. There is no reason for Ike to get so hot and bothered. Oh, what you gonna say you don't know me? You What you gonna say you don't know me? I don't like, why are you squaring up? Like you want to fight me because I unfriended you from Facebook. 
You want to fight because we did from Facebook? Why are you squaring up because I unfriended you from Facebook or because I, I don't know you? Here's the thing. I'm sure there are plenty of people on your Facebook that you probably maybe went to school with, but you don't really know. Or you really haven't spoken to them in a very long time. I mean, we know that there's some sort of family connection between NECA, Ike, and, and the Yosefos. There's definitely some sort of family connection. They know um, Lebe. Ivy and Lebe know each other. Lebe was at the Sip and See for, for um, Dr. Wendy Yosefos' daughter. So there's a family connection. She may not know NECA chapter and verse, but she knows of her. I just hate the way that they sort of like played this out. I wish Dr. Wendy would be like, well, I do know her, but I don't know. We're not friends. I'm kind of tired already of the whole, oh, you know, she was clout chasing and she was just trying to get on the show. She was using my name. But I'm already tired of, of that drama because these things, these things happen, especially on Housewives. And please understand, none of these Housewives are friends. Nope. I know you think that they are. None of them are. They're none of them are. None of them are friends. <laughs> Sad. So I didn't. I didn't love the fact that I got so hot and heated with Happy Eddie over the fact that he unfriended him. And some might say, "Well, no, he got hot and heated because Eddie was trying to act like he doesn't know him. He might know him, but he might not be friends with him. All right." And that's why he unfriended him from Facebook. The same way that Ike allegedly, I mean, there's receipts. There's receipts on Dr. Wendy's um, Twitter that we have Ike unliking photos from, from the Sip and See on Instagram. So, so everybody's unliking stuff. NECA was probably like, unlike these photos. Unlike them. So petty. So immature. These people are 40. Allegedly, because I don't we, we haven't decided if neck is 35 or 40. <laughs> but look, I don't judge people for lying about their age. I don't judge people for, for lying about their age. Look, whatever makes you feel good doesn't matter to me. But it kind of makes me go, hmm, what else are you lying about, Mia? All right. All right. Speaking of Dr. Wendy Acefo, we have the scene with her and Eddie, and they're talking about the situation with NECA. And Wendy believes that NECA's whole purpose on coming, uh, 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 she believes her whole purpose is coming at her in front of this, in, in front of this group. And then they discuss, the, the producers ask Dr. Wendy, you know, were Eddie and Ike ever friends? And here's the thing, Dr. Wendy, you're not doing yourself any sort of justice on, on this show and this, in this confessional because the humana, 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 and I'm not sure if it's editing. Again, we, I have to remind you guys, you're watching an edited show. We, she could be sitting here and giving you an answer, but if they want to make you look stupid, they will, they will cut and paste a situation where you're just sort of like, where you don't have an answer. So I get it. I'm, I'm not sure if that's the instance here, but please understand, I've heard they can do that. That's like in their contracts. They could take, that's why when we see audio from another situation, place in another situation, like they, they sign over their lives. This is why I would never do reality TV. Nope. I couldn't because they can literally make you say something that you didn't really say in that particular moment. And I'm not saying that's what's happening with Dr. Wendy, but if that's not what's happening with Dr. Wendy, she is not doing herself 
um, any any service here by not just being straightforward. I wish I'm happy Eddie was straightforward when when Ike said he you unfriended me. He was like, yeah, I heard you were talking trash about my wife. I unfriended you. What? 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 <laughs> okay. And I just wish Dr. Wendy would be like, well, she in her explanation in the confessional, well, you know, there's plenty of people, you know, it's a big campus. You went to school together. But okay, obviously these people know each other. There's a family connection there. Come on. There's definitely they know each other. And I think Dr. Wendy and Eddie are doing themselves a disservice in regards to not just being straightforward and just saying, yes, we know them. I don't like them because of this, this, and this. Just be straightforward with it. Dr. Wendy did get straightforward on social media, though. Let's go to the tweets. Because I found the tweets far more entertaining than this episode. How would you guys rate this episode if you had to rate it from 1 to 10? TikTok, those of you that are watching on Twitter, Twitch, you know, all the other places, YouTube. And if you're listening to this on the audio version on our Apple and Spotify podcast, be sure to let us know as well. So Dr. Wendy took to Twitter yesterday. I, I didn't have any time to, to blow it up here on, on YouTube, so I'm just going to read it. All right. If you want to see it for yourself, head on over to YouTube to Dr. Wendy Acefo on Twitter. OK, on Twitter. So in her first tweet, she posts a screenshot of a text exchange. First, she captions it by saying, sigh, I have really been minding. I have really been minding my business this season and not reacting or tweeting about RHOP. But this narrative is getting malicious. You say you don't know me, but a year and a half ago, before we started filming, you kept pressing Lebe to ask me to have dinner with you. So this text exchange with Lebe, it says, and this was back in March of 2022. It says, hey, love. Hey, love. How are you? She says, I'm good, darling. How does your schedule look? I'd love to get together for brunch or dinner. My in-law just moved here from L.A. and Bravo's production team has approached her about coming on to a show. All right. So this is Lebe um, saying this. So did what's the name just move here to be on the show? Okay, I'm just asking. Um, she responds 10 days later. Damn, Dr. Wendy. <laughs> Dr. Wendy responds 10 days later. Because if you notice, it's March 19th, this text was sent. And then um, after, she probably was sort of like, oh, what? Ten days later, Dr. Wendy responds, says, hey, twin. I thought you didn't know her, Dr. Wendy. (laughs) (laughs) She says, hey, twin, my schedule is nutty. Just let me know some days you're available. Okay. All right. So then Dr. Wendy says in another tweet after she says, you say you don't know me, but in the, this episode, you talk about my daughter's sippancy from 2019. She says an event that happened four years before you joined the show. So tell me, love, how do you know details from the party if you don't know who threw the party? She knows you from watching the show. <laughs> she knows you from watching the show. But a lot of people are also saying some of these tweets that Dr. Wendy posted just confirms that, that these two families know, know each other. They know of each other. The only person that, that Dr. Wendy has not owned is Lebe. <laughs> All right? Because clearly they know each other. 
So another fan, Melanated Loner, hey, love it, <laughs> post this with the receipts. I love you investigators on Twitter. Melanated Loner Boy says, hashtag RHOP, I find this interesting. Akena liked these pics from 2020 and now, now seems to have recently uh, Ikenna unliked them. Seems weird to do that. Then again, then again, could be nothing. So Dr. Wendy retweeted this as cha. <laughs> Not him liking the sip and see pictures, then unliking them. Been fans since the beginning. <laughs> okay. I'm like, all right. It wasn't over. She's not done. She's not done. She was tweeting a lot last night. If you follow me on TikTok, I already posted about this and I talked about this. All right? So Dr. Wendy says this. She posts the date, the, the actual text message where she was invited to Ashley's party, her seaside in the city. It's a party. So she says, after the drama at Ashley's event, I came up to you and gave you my number because I felt like they were trying to pit us against each other. You could have called or texted me if you really had an issue, but you went to lunch with Robin instead and decided to gossip. So this is the tweet that really stood out to me because I felt like, well, if Dr. Wendy did feel that way and she went up to you and she was giving you an olive branch, despite everything else that's been going on, this would have been an opportunity for her to be like, you know what, let me hear her out. Because maybe we can find a path forward. We can hash out, even in a conversation, this whole how I got on the show situation. But no, she decided to go to Robin. I know you're a fan, NECA. I know you're a fan of the show. I know you have seen the toxicity that has, exhibit, that has been exhibited over the last couple of seasons, specifically when it comes to Dr. Wendy Acefo. So if Dr. Wendy really did go up to you and gave you an olive branch, let's have a conversation because it's true. We can clearly see it. These women can't even hide the fact that they're trying to pit these two women against each other. You guys saw it from, from the beginning. The minute you heard problems between NECA and Wendy, you're like, oh. So they brought on the Nigerian sister, the, the um, um, dark-skinned woman, to go against another dark-skinned woman because they, don't want, they want to hide away from the colorism conversation. Well, now they've opened up a whole other can of worms. A whole other can of worms. That's how, that's how ignorant this cast and production is. And I already knew that because I told you I didn't love the fact how they handled the colorism conversation. We already knew. The fact that you put it in the hands of the, of, of the cast who has been exhi- exhibiting this behavior... Mean girl behavior, colorism behavior. I already knew. I was like, uh, production, come on, get it together. Get it together. So now you went from that to this whole other problematic situation. All right. Guys, we're going to get back to the episode, but if you're watching this, don't forget to like the video. And if you're listening to this, don't forget to rate and review our podcast, Kempire Radio, on your Apple and Spotify platforms. So Dr. Wendy wasn't done, though. (laughs) Dr. Wendy wasn't done because this part is funny to me. Funny to me. So Dr. Wendy posted this on Twitter last night in her Twitter rant. She posted some text, um, text messages. So she said she captions these text messages by saying, and yes, my sister and your cousin-in-law did have a falling out. One of the many reasons being Lebe Iwu 
was name dropping me, calling calling me her cousin to get a BBL. Can you name drop to get a BBL? <laughs> Can you name drop to get a BBL? She says the whole squad is full of clout chasers. So the text message that she reposts, she says, this is what the text message says. And I'm, I'm assuming this is from Lebe. She says, hey, Twinny, I need a favor. I'm trying to get a BBL. <laughs> I'm sorry. All right. My thing is, is, like, don't you ease into telling someone or asking for a favor? Don't you lean into it unless you really, uh, unless you just really have no coof, right? Don't you just lean into it? Just, just, just take your time. Be easy with it. No, homegirl said, uh, I need a favor. I'm trying to get a BBL. I know you posted the doctor that you use, but wasn't sure if you had an N with him his schedule is booked until next year oh that's the emojis all right i know surgeons can do add-ons if they know you what what? add-ons add-ons to a bbl what are you adding on oh like all the other oh okay not (laughs) add-ons uh can you or your assistant please request if they can squeeze me in i'm throwing sam a party in february next year and i need my body to be snatched (laughs) <laughs> what is wrong with me? <laughs> mm, I'm throwing I'm throwing Sam a party in February next year and I need my body to be snatched. This is the <laughs> this is the one Okay. Okay. She then says, I alerted his practice. Mind you, there's no response from Dr. Wendy yet in this this response but she then says i alerted his practice that i would ask my friend to assist and they said it's be- it's between my friend you and the manager to get me in see i already would not be friends with lebe to be honest with you if you texted me this type of foolery about try- trying to get you in for a bbl so I can get you. No, I, I already we could not be friends because my friends would never ask me these types of stupid stuff you better wait until you're able to get something she then texts her uh, again in september of last year hey boo i know you're extremely busy but it's it's more like this but but i couldn't resist and had to lobby for an appointment with your doctor by name dropping monkey emoji with the, the hiding of this so, yeah, my appointment got moved up to December. Yay! <laughs> Did Lebe get that, get that, get it done? I'm assuming. She says, anywho, I ordered your book. Good job, 20. Keep making hashtag Team Wendy proud. First of all, Dr. Wendy, this just confirmed that you, doesn't, that you do know Lebe because you denied her in the episode. But at the same time, I can understand why you want, you want to act like you don't know her. This homegirl was like, okay, okay. Dr. Wendy replies. She says, oh, really? Send me a screenshot of your book order. Wait a minute. Because she says she ordered the book. And then she replies with the <laughs> emoji. And it wasn't a screenshot of the book order. So 
I don't know how close these people are or what, but something is suspect. But I do want to address this. I do want to address this. So one of her last tweets, Dr. Wendy, a last tweet, if you just joined us, guys, we're talking about the Real Housewives of Potomac's last night's episode, but we're talking about the Twitter rant that Dr. Wendy Acefa went on last night in regards to NECA, Lebe, the family, everything like that. Here's something that I, I think it's important for us to address, all right? So Dr. Wendy screen caps this, and she says, uh, screenshots this, and she says, lastly, to whomever is saying, wait, who's, oh, wait, sorry. She says, lastly, to whomever is paying people or bots to attack my children's social media pages, threaten, threaten to harm me and my family, and harass us with threats of violence. This is not okay, and please stop. Then she highlights the threats from one of the Twitter handles. And I've heard about the bots. I heard about the bots last week in regards to bots attacking uh, Dr. Wendy. So one of the tweets, I'm not going to show it on here again, guys. Again, you can see all of this on Dr. Wendy Acefo's Twitter handle. I'm just reading it off, okay? And this is just to, to let you know what is being said. This is in no way encouraging this type of behavior. So this person, Nick Turner, says on Twitter, NECA's house versus Wendy's house. NECA bought a beautiful home for $1.6 million easy. Meanwhile, Wendy needed two, three loans to buy her house. NECA clearly has more money and is more beautiful. Wendy is Kermit face. See you next Tuesday. Wendy needs her house burned down with her in it. This person then says exactly Wendy's the worst. She needs a, something in her head. You can put two and two together. Let me tell you something. Let me tell you something. This is very, very important. And hear me right now. We say this all the time, but I'm going to say it again because it seems to be something that we have to remind people. You don't know these people. This is just a show of entertainment. And I get it. This cast has said and done things that is triggering, problematic, discriminatory, colorist. I get it. You're angry. But please understand, behavior like this will get you locked up. They won't let you out. Yes. And NECA, because I know people are going to assume that you have done this. And honestly, I kind of believe you would have. Here's the thing. NECA, you're new. So it's different on The Real Housewives of Beverly Hills. We know that they have, Lisa Renner has some crazy fans. Erica Jane has some crazy fans. Diana Jenkins, she was new, but she had her means too. So I wouldn't put it past fans to do this themselves. It's not expensive. We've done our homework on this types of stuff. It's not expensive to, to pay for bots. But NECA, you ain't that popular. You just, you're Johnny come lately. So if you are involved in this in any way, madam, it is not that deep. It is not that serious. I know you claim that Mama Acefa, no, it's not Acefa, <laughs> Wendy's Mama, has put you or your name in a shrine. But girl, two wrongs don't make a rain. <laughs> Come on. <laughs> this online bullying has to stop. It has to stop. You can have your feelings about people. This is why you have places, you know, there are pl- plenty of places where you can share your opinions. But threats like this will get you locked up. Keep it up. Keep it up. But it has to stop. 
But I will also say this, the show production and the network also has a level of responsibility to put a kibosh on this type of behavior and condemn it as well. So I, I did not like to see it, especially because when these kids are really, really young and yes, they are on social media. A lot of kids their age are on social media. They shouldn't have to deal with things like that because their mom is on a show. Okay. Um, I don't know how you pronounce your name. Kempire NECA is not involved. We can't say NECA is not involved. I, like I said, I don't know who is involved, but I also don't believe that NECA has fans like that to do stuff like that. But you never know. I'm not, but I'm also not taking it away from NECA doing it herself. Just saying. Speaking of your health, you know that we can never do a Kempire Radio podcast without talking about your dental health. Did you know that your dental health can affect your heart health? And heart disease is a silent killer, especially within the black community. So it's so important to me to make sure that I'm reminding you, go to the dentist, but also get this water flosser. It's my favorite. It takes care of my gums. I'm telling you, I probably have one of the most healthiest mouths on the podcast atmosphere. But I love my water flosser because I hate to floss. And a lot of us are flossing incorrectly regardless. But water gets into places where floss could never get. So be sure to check out my favorite water flosser. It is an Amazon affiliate link. So we do get a little bit of a kickback. But what's your health with me getting a little bit of a kickback? And it's also another way to support the podcast. More information on our affiliate link will be available in the description of this episode. But since we're talking about your dental health, why not talk about Quip? I love my Quip toothbrush. We don't even have an official sponsorship with Quip. However, this is how much I love this product because it, when I went to Vegas... I completely missed my um, my toothbrush because, oh, wait, no, it wasn't Vegas. It was one other of those trips. I've been on so many trips, but it was the one trip that I did not have my Quip toothbrush, and I missed it because I was like, my Quip toothbrush has made me so lazy. I don't have to think about how long I should be brushing my teeth. I don't have to think about going from one side to the next, top to the bottom. I also don't have to think about replacement toothbrush heads. You're supposed to be replacing your toothbrush heads, people, every three months. Some of you are not replacing it ever or maybe once a year. Nasty. (laughs) Be sure to check out our referral link on how you can get a Quip toothbrush. There's so many different options, payment options, subscription options that you can get from Quip. Be sure to check out the referral link in the description of this episode. Either way, it needs to stop, whoever it is. All right. Let's get back to the episode. Damn. But I wanted to get into that. I wanted to get back back into into the episode. All right. So NECA and Ike go to the OBGYN. All right. Because, you know, part of their storyline this season, they want to have a child uh, together. And she talks about how her family has put pressure on her to have a child as soon as she got married to Ike. All right. So she she's like, okay, we need to figure it out. Now she's ready because when they first got married, she wanted to travel. She wanted to enjoy her marriage. Rightfully so. But she says culturally, they even flash back to her mom and her sister saying, so when are you going to have this baby? When, when are you going to have this, this baby? So she feels the pressure. And I know a lot of people can relate to that. A lot of people can relate to that. All right. So the doctor comes in. The doctor, um, he hears Ike's name and he's just like, oh, He's like, I studied in Nigeria in a, I forgot what town he said. Um, I studied in Nigeria. 
So he's talking about he's looking through their labs and things like that. He says it's low volume on this and that, but I'm not worried. You should be able to you should be able to um, conceive. He's like, give it another six months because they've been trying for like seven months. Here's the thing. And I said this last time when we watched this episode together on TikTok. I didn't like what the doctor said because he was saying that, you know, there's a high rate of twins in, you know, uh, you know, Nigerian couples. There's a high rate of twins. Then this man is like, um, he says there's also a high rate of fertility and that she doesn't need to worry about it. The way that he said it to her, I was just like, I, I felt like that was not the way a doctor should be handling this whole situation using cultural, um, um, not even, I don't know if to say stereotypes, but some people do have issues. So the fact that she might be having an issue, which we do not know about yet, or know, know if it's going to be an issue, maybe in six months we'll know something different. But I didn't like the way that this OBJ, OBGYN handled sort of like dismissing her worries and her concerns. Oh, you're Nigerian. You'll be fine. Excuse me. Excuse me, doctor. <laughs> doctor. No, that that's sir. <laughs> Look, that's, that's not, especially because I felt like it was insensitive to a woman's feelings in, especially if she's feeling inadequate or insecure about this whole baby making process. I didn't like how he handled it. I didn't like it. It stood out to me. I'm not even a woman. Just saying. So I didn't like that. But what I also didn't like in this conversation with NECA and Ike, NECA kept on making it seem like Wendy controls um, Happy Eddie. And I'm looking at her interaction with Ike, and I'm like, the way that you speak to Ike is not, she emasculates him a lot on camera. She really does. I don't know if it's, it's just what they've chosen to show us, but I see her emasculate him a lot. At one point, she's like, you know, shut up, stop talking. I'm like, um, sidebar, why did they give us that edit of, of, um, Ike's face on sperm? I was like, okay, you editors are getting a little too, a little too, too happy with the editing. I didn't, I was like, no, please, please stop. Flashing back though, a little bit, NECA says that she feels horrible about the way the whole shrine conversation came up between her and Dr. Wendy Acefo and that she wishes that she had spoken to her privately. I was like, I mean, remember, these confessionals are filmed after. I was like, girl, yes, I think if they had a side conversation, we probably could have moved forward and probably would have been nice for us to move forward and and not have this sort of um, what we're having right now between NECA and Dr. Wendy. All right. All right. Guys, if you haven't already, be sure to like the video. If you're listening to this, don't forget to rate and review the podcast, Kempire Radio, on your favorite podcast platform, uh, especially Apple and Spotify. All right, let me just say thank you because we did get a couple of Super Chats, and I do want to hear what you guys have to say. And thank you guys so much for the Super Chats and the Venmo's, the Cash Apps, any way that you try to support. But you can also support by liking, reviewing, all of that, and sharing. All right. So JMW, thank you so much for the super chat. JM says NECA came in too hot. Definitely think production added sauce to this storyline. Giselle should hush the church that y'all did witchcraft to green to green eyes. Yeah, y'all remember those rumors from Reddit? Y'all remember those rumors about um about Giselle? Just saying. Thank you for the super chat. Uh Tusi, thank you so much for the super chat. She says, Can we cancel NECA? <laughs> 
Honestly, I'm still going to give NECA grace. I think she may have came in with the wrong intentions. I feel like she should have came in more neutral than she did. She came in hot towards Dr. Wendy and already choosing a side in this whole situation. I wish she would have came in sort of like a middle person trying to get cool with everyone. Because we need that. We need more of that. We can't just have Karen doing this. All right? DV, thank you so much for the super chat. DV says, R2P recycling storylines. When Wendy came on the show, didn't she say she knew Karen, Mia, and her stolen money? The same thing um, Robin told us in season one. We're going to talk about that in a second. Thank you for the super super chat. Shasha, thank you so much for the um, super chat. Shasha says, Wendy didn't say she didn't know Lebe. She said she didn't know her age because that's her sister's friend. She also said that um, she knew of NECA and she ran into her a few times. Based off that scene, the way that Wendy was acting, it was like she didn't know um, Lebe. And remember, NECA says, well, she was at your sippancy and you wanted your daughter to emulate her. And Wendy was still sort of like, ah. because she could have easily said, no, I do know her. I do know her, but um, I don't know her age. She didn't say that. Look, we're fair over here. We're not, we're not picking a side. We're not like NECA. SD, thank you so much for the super chat. SD says, um, you need to understand the ignorance and the xenophobia runs deep with people like Giselle and Robin. See Jizzy's reaction to Miami girls speaking Spanish on our, uh, yeah, yeah, on Ultimate Girls Trip. Ashley is just deflecting from um, the non-divorce. I know, we haven't even talked about her non-storyline. SD, thank you so much for another super chat. SD says, NECA lost it when, OBG, when OBGYN wouldn't co-sign with the infertility story. Well, come on. I don't know. I don't know. I, I didn't like how he handled that conversation regardless. Naya, thank you so much for the super chat. Naya says, Wendy didn't say that she didn't know Lebe. She said that she, um, Lebe was her sister's friend. Well, here's the thing. She kind of, even though she didn't say she didn't know her, she kind of made it seem like she was like, that, that's my sister. But you, you had her at your sip and see. Come on. We have to call a thing. You, to, you told Lebe you would want her daughter to emulate um, her. So you, you do know her. It's not just your sister's friend. Come on, let's be honest, y'all. It doesn't matter, it doesn't matter if you like NECA. It doesn't matter if you like um, Dr. Wendy. We got to call a thing a thing. You know what I mean? Come on. Let's be honest. All right, moving on. Guys, if you haven't already, be sure to like the video. We already have almost 2,000 people watching on YouTube. So many of you watching on TikTok and those of you watching on Facebook, Twitch, and Twitter. As always, don't forget to like us on Facebook, The Kempire and Kempire Daily on Facebook, and follow us on social media. Thank you so much for the super chat, uh, Mr. Bit Player. Bit Player. Uh, it says, Karen carried this episode hard. To be honest, I think if she leaves, the show is done. Giselle cannot mend fences or play nice. For a face of the show, she really doesn't do much for the longevity of it. This is a word. This is a word. Giselle is causing the, the division. And we talk about that in one of the later scenes. So let's, let's move on. Let's move on. Okay. And happy birthday to Foxy, our King's Guard. Happy birthday, Foxy. She holds us down. Holds us down all the way, all the way on the other side of of the world. Holds us down regardless, no matter what time we're live. She's always here supporting. So shout out to her. Happy birthday. Hope you have a fantastic day. All right. (sighs) Moving on. Mia and Gordon go to therapy. (laughs) I'm just going to give you, because I watched this scene twice. And when we watched it together on TikTok on Sunday night, we all were confused. <laughs> Look, we were all confused. 
we were like, what is she mad about? So they're going to therapy and, and we find out that at one point, Mia had retained a, a divorce attorney. So the, the therapist is like, why? <laughs> Look, why would you, you know, retain a divorce therapy, a divorce um, attorney? And her explanation was interesting, but it really wasn't clear because she's saying that Gordon went back to work. As you know, Gordon was voted out by his family uh, of his business and Gordon's fighting. He's working to, to, to make up the money that, that he's not making from these other businesses, but he's also going to sue so he can get back into this business. All right. Or, or get the money that he's owed for this business. And basically Mia is complaining that, you know, he, he's, he's not having time for the family. He's working all the time. I'm confused. I don't believe Mia. (laughs) I don't believe Mia, but I, I'm a little suspect about this story because we all had a little deja vu when she said that they retained an attorney to fight another situation, this, this sale, the sale that they were doing. He was helping with the sale, and then he was holding on to some of the money for escrow. And apparently, he would stop returning their calls, and apparently this man stole the money, and they reported him to the bar, and he was disbarred. Here's the thing, though. Sidebar. And the term is, you can confirm this in the live chat or the replay crew or on Twitter. It took more than just their complaint to get this man disbarred. We look at Tom Girardi over there in California, and how many complaints did Tom Girardi have before he got disbarred? Years of complaints? This man didn't just get disbarred because of you, Mia. But at the same time, I said, what in the season one is going on? Because you remember, this was Robin's storyline, where the best friend, um, Juan's best friend scammed them, and then, then he took his life. I was like, like, come on. Anyways, so she says that this this attorney stole their money. Um, She then gets emotional. Mia gets emotional because she thinks that the family, she's like, she doesn't want the family. Hold on, let me save this because I see Miss Esquire's in the chat. The family... She doesn't want this to happen to the family. <laughs> she doesn't want this to happen to the family. She doesn't want them to, to argue over money and then them take their Mia, you don't care about his family. Can we just come on? Lies. The lie. Mia wants to resolve things and get the money back. So her trying to throw this around and make it seem like she's she gets emotional with no tears, crying with no tears. And I'm thinking to myself, you don't care about this family. She's first of all, she's also saying, oh, she wants she wants G to retire. Like, you want him to retire, but then you also want to have money. I said this in my quick recap on TikTok. I need to know the name of this attorney so we can Google Schmoogle to verify Mia's story. But if you live in that area, you probably already know the story. You probably already know who, or know who the guy is. All right. <laughs> Look, all right. Let me just uh, save this. Nellie, thank you so much for the super chat. Nellie says, funny, NECA picked a side, but also Wendy picked a side when she started on the show and had a serious problem with Karen. Good memory. <laughs> Look, good memory. Still doesn't make it right, either one. 
Miss Esquire says, and if he was disbarred, it is public record. So where is the receipt? What's his name? We want to know. We want to know his name. Just to confirm. Just to confirm. Okay, we will revisit that conversation in just a second. We will really. <laughs> Tori says, I don't trust a thing. Mia says, me either. Me either. All right, let me. Um, I didn't have any snow going, guys. Tis the season. Come on. Come on, tis the season. To be jolly. <laughs> tis the season to be jolly. And since we are. You know, look, since we are in the festive mood, why don't we do a little something for the holiday? Why don't we do a little something? You know what I think we're going to do? Hold on. Let me do a little something in for those of you that are watching on YouTube. Hold on. Let's do a little something. Let's do a little something. I think we should give away some memberships. Don't you think? Don't you think we should give away some memberships in, in, in honor of the Christmas season? 12 Days of Christmas here on the Campfire Channel has officially started. Okay. Okay. So we just gifted 10 folks that are in our YouTube live chat um, a membership to the channel. So welcome to the membership. There are all kinds of bonus perks that come to being a part of the channel besides, you know, the emojis and the live chats and the, you know, members only events that we have. There's all kinds of things that come to being a member of the Campire YouTube channel. But if you're listening to this or watching this, you can become a member if you did not win a membership today at teamcampire.com backslash join. All right. There's all kinds of really great perks. So be sure to check out those perks, including the bonus ones. All right. All right. So welcome to uh, the new members of the channel. And tis the season. All right. Moving on. Moving on. So we had that scene with, with Mia and Gordon. Confusing. Confusing. Don't know. I believe everything that came out of it. We already know that there are real issues happening between Mia and Gordon that have been playing out on social media and in the media. So I'm sure we'll get some sort of up, update. They're not together. They're separated. She's moved on with some other man, apparently. Apparently. Okay. All right. So the ladies traveled to Austin. Austin, Austin, Austin. If you're from Austin, be sure to let us know some of the things to do if we were into Austin. Eat, right? Look, eat. Um, Texas is good for eating. All right. So Ashley decides to split the cars up in, and you know, we can appreciate this, astrological signs. And poor Robin, woo, 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 Robin, regular Robin, has to share a car with Candace. I don't get why they can't get over their issues. I don't get why they, I mean, so I think Robin is officially done with Candace because Candace was not happy that Robin wasn't forthcoming with, with um, the information about her, her, her relationship because at the time she wasn't married. I just don't see why why these two could not get over their issues because they really did have a friendship. I also don't see why Wendy and Robin can't get over their issues. We're, you're filming a show. You're filming a show. In real life, you don't have to talk to these people, but you're filming a show. You know what I mean? All right. So they, they split the car up in astrological signs, which I thought was interesting. Um, Karen is talking about her relationship with Robin. And look, and I agree with Ashley, one thing you're always going to get from Karen is a Karenism, and it's not going to make sense. But this is why we love it. This is why we love Karen. 
She's going to give us moments where that are delusional, don't make sense. And I appreciate it because it's comical. Like you laugh at her. The same way we laugh at Mia sometimes. And you're like, this woman is ridiculous. All right. Um, some, some of you are saying Robin is childish because Robin's friends with Giselle. This is why she can't move forward. But she, she was navigating a friendship with Candace even when, when, well, I guess, no, I guess Candace still was sort of, sort of friendly with Giselle too when they were friends. It wasn't until they were really done with each other that, meaning Candace and Giselle, that Robin could not for, you know, foster this friendship with, with Candace. And the easy way out was like, oh, you talked about my marriage. Karen. Karen in these pies. So Karen has a pie analogy, pie metaphor about her relationship with Robin. And she says, I put half of the pie in the freezer. When Robin is ready to tell her truth, I will take that pie out, that half of the pie out. So everyone is just confused. She's like, what? So you and Robin aren't good? Do you think that, that Karen's just, just pulling this out longer just for entertainment value? I don't know. I don't know if I believe that. So let's talk astrological signs. As a Taurus, like we will forgive. Not to say there's anything to forgive here. But we also are not rushing anything, anything in life. We're not rushing to, to do anything, all right? We take our time. If we had a falling out with a friendship, oh, we got to ease our way back into a friendship. You know what I mean? We got to ease our way back into a friendship. So I can see that's what she's doing with, with Mia. <laughs> that's what she's doing with Robin. Do they really have an issue that's deep or anything like that? No, I think Karen really does not like Robin. I don't think she ever will like Robin. You know what I mean? So, of course, she has to come up with some sort of explanation why she doesn't like Robin, when in all truthfulness, she just doesn't like Robin. Like some of you just do not like, like, like some of you who just do not like Robin. Karen has to come up with some of her, some of her own, you know, reasons. So she, she develops something off, off, off the cuff and just like, I put that pie, <laughs> I put that pie in the freezer, that half of the pie in the freezer. So everyone is confused in the car. All right. So they end up getting to um, Ashley's room. It's like the penthouse suite. Ashley says that Robin gets the other penthouse because she's been going through so much. What has Robin been going through? Oh, because Juan cheated on her. and She decides to stay on that re- in, in that relationship. Are we supposed to be feel sorry for her? He cheated on her years ago. She's still in that relationship. Are she is she going to get the penthouse every single time? No. But I did love Karen's response. She was like, I will sit here in my cubby hole. And I, she was like, I'd much rather be here in my cubby hole than um, be in a room that I don't and know that I don't deserve it. <laughs> <laughs> I was like, this is why we love Karen. This is why we love Karen. She's going to say what we are all thinking. All right. All right. Um. Let's move on because we get to this other scene. Was there anything else that I want? Oh, no. We have to talk about the pie analogy again because with the group they're eating, the food looked good. They're they're eating and they decide to, I think Giselle was the one who brought up the fact that, you know, your, your issues with Robin. And Robin's like, we have issues? I thought we were done. Even Wendy was just like, I thought you guys had moved on. I thought you were done. And she's like, no, we are not done. We have not moved on. 
And and, and Wendy pipes up real quick. She's like, oh, okay. We, we haven't moved on. All right. So everybody is confused. Everyone's truly confused by, by what's going on between Robin and Karen. And Karen says she gets she goes further in her analogy of the pie. All right. She's like, I put I put half of the pie in the freezer. And then I, I cut that pie in half. And when you start telling the truth, I might take that pie out the freezer. And then she said half of the half. Then she was like, a quarter? <laughs> Robin. <laughs> I don't get what the issue is between them, but I'm not tired of it because we get funny confessionals and quirky moments from, from Karen, to be honest with you. All right. All right. So Karen says that Giselle has been quiet. So they, they go into the rooms. They change. We see the rooms. The rooms don't really have views of nothing but construction. They come back down. Uh, I'm guessing it's hot because all of them came down sort of like in like beach wear. And Karen points out that Giselle is quiet when Candace is in the room. And Candace says, well, um, Giselle thinks if she ignores me that I will disappear. But my black ass is still here. <laughs> <laughs> but you know what, what Candace is saying, right? Candace is basically saying that Giselle's hoping that she could ice Candace out of the uh, out of the show. She can't say that, but that's basically what she's saying. If I ignore Candace and I'm not a part of Candace at all, and I'm not, you know, engaging with Candace, oh, this will make Candace irrelevant. However, it's doing the opposite. It's making you irrelevant this season, Giselle. Right? I'm just saying. And Giselle, <laughs> Giselle says that um, for her own mental space and for her children, she chooses not to participate in conversations with Candace and Candace was like well I find that to be interesting because it was my husband and my bonus kids that were directly affected by comments that you were making about their father and how that affected her mental state and her family's mental state and I was like yep (laughs) yep and you know Giselle had the nerve now she's putting more sauce on this story because in her confession, because she knows she was going to say that to Candace's face, because Candace would have lit her up. She says that Chris made her go into a bedroom and lock the door. I was like, how did the story change? <laughs> now Chris made you go into this dressing room, bedroom, hotel room, and he made you lock the door? I'm like, come on now, Giselle. Come on now. You're doing a little too much. Doing a little too much. Like, I didn't expect that. I was like, like, wait a minute. (laughs) He made you do what? All right, girl. (laughs) Look, Look, all right. Have you checked out the Kempire merch store? This is where you can get some of our favorite sayings like twerking on a fence, woo, 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 and so much more, including our new Christmas merchandise is now available at houseofkempire.com. This is also where you can get not just sweatshirts and t-shirts. You can also get water bottles, notepads, buttons, and so much more. Check out the description of this episode for more details on Kempire merch, including our new Christmas sweaters as well. Everything will be available in the description of this episode. So basically, Giselle says that she doesn't want to engage with with Candace anymore. And then look, I'm not, and I think Giselle is not saying 
things that will break the fourth wall. We have to keep in mind, I think the vitriol that are, that was sparked between what what Giselle did to herself on this show and people and how people felt about what she did, that she was getting it. She was getting it in the comment section. She was probably getting it in other places. And she feels like that has affected her life. So I think that's what she was trying to say. But Candace was like, well, yeah, some of the things that you've said have ramifications, too. In my personal life, but also on social media. Now, because now, now there are people that do believe, oh, well, Chris was inebriated that day. Did he do something? Is he impro- inappropriate? Maybe. So then they go to this scene with Robin and Mia. So Mia decides she wants to have a scene. And Giselle, mind you, said, oh, her and her and um, Robin and Robin and Mia are having a conversation. So like, I felt like this was all a setup to give us this scene where Mia tells Robin about about the, the lawyer and the lawyer taking his life and taking their money. And she feels guilty about it. And Robin, they flash back to when Robin talked about Juan's best friend and how he took the money. And then he jumped off the bridge and took his life. So. So she feels like Robin could understand where she's coming from. But I'm going to say this. And I hope I'm wrong. I hope I'm wrong. But you know we're body language experts. And their body language, Robin's facial expressions during this very serious conversation. I believe Robin's story. Her, her original I believe that. But Mia's story... The, the body language, the awkward smiles during this situation, I was just like, it, it didn't feel authentic to me. I will just say that. And I don't know. Maybe they, were, they filmed the scene and they were told to film it again. And that's why it feels inauthentic. I'm giving them grace. But what's the name of the, the attorney, Mia? Just asking. Just want to, you know. Okay. It felt inauthentic. And I get it. They wanted to have this moment because, of course, Robin could relate. And and Mia saying that she feels bad because she's like, you know, what if, you know, the fact that we reported him to the bar is the reason why he did what he did to himself. And honestly, I can see where you would feel guilt about that. But like I said, if you made a complaint to the bar about this man, it wasn't just your complaint that got him disbarred. Okay. All right. All right, guys. All right. Let, let's get back to this situation. Let's get back to, because Mia and Robin joined the group. And they joined the group when Giselle says that she believes the rumors or the, the conversation that NECA had brought up about the shrine. All right. And she says that she believes it. And she says the reason why she was quiet at Pickleball was because of the whole shrine combo. So I don't think that's why she was quiet. I think she just wants to use it as an excuse to bring up the shrine combo. All right. So um, NECA claims that Wendy's mom did say, she's like, no, your mom did say it. Mind you, NECA wasn't on the line when Lebe and, and Wendy's mom had the conversation. And Wendy points that out. She's like, you, you didn't hear it yourself. So what are you talking about? So, Giselle then brings up what Giselle is the one who brings up. Well, your mom said um, something um, questionable to to Mia on social media. 
And shout out to all of you that are from Nigeria, because y'all were like, because when I reported on this last night, y'all were like, Holy Ghost fire is a prayer. But sidebar, before we knew what it, it, that it was actually a prayer, when, when they were uh, getting the confessionals from the, the, the housewives, Karen, Karen, when they went to Karen, Karen was like, that's a prayer. Holy Ghost. That's nice. <laughs> look, 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 look. I was just like, Karen, Karen just sent me. I was just like, but Holy Ghost fire and Mia saying that, yeah, I did feel like she was calling the Holy Ghost fire on me. Okay, Mia. You're just going to agree with anything. Like she, the Holy Ghost fire, the Holy Ghost, that's Christian. <laughs> Holy Ghost, that's Christian. That's not voodoo. That's not a shrine. <laughs> And shout out to those of you that are Nigerian. You're like, that's a prayer. That's something that people say all the time um, within a Christian, um, Nigerian Christians. And I was just like, I mean, I didn't get voodoo from from what her mom said. I didn't get that. Oh. (laughs) Okay. But all right. I mean, they, you do know tr- Christmas trees and things are paganism, too, right? I mean, people like to pick and choose when it comes to, oh, that's witchcraft. That's paganism. Like, all of this <laughs> rooted in paganism. Uh, Tyra says, I knew, it, I knew it when she said it. I was thinking, do y'all know what Holy Ghost is? <laughs> None of those people know what that is. <laughs> None of those people know what that is. All right. Let me say thank you. We had a super chat. SD, thank you so much for another super chat. Um, SD says the pastor didn't speak to her about lying. All right. Let me. Uh, Mishra says, don't pray for me like that. Um, Nigel says, none of these women go, women go to church. Lord. Exactly. Patty says Christmas and Halloween are originally pagan, but people forget, people forget that people forget that it's all right. It's all right. All right. So this conversation, Wendy reads the tweet to Mia and Mia's like, I forgot about this. And she's like, well, Giselle brought this up. So I want to clear it up. And she was just like, this is not voodoo. This is not witchcraft. Which leads to them going back and forth on dates. Your mother called and we had a, she had a 52-minute conversation with Lebe and blah, 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 blah. And then she called on this date and that date. Candace is confused. She's like, I can't keep up. There are dates, time frames, and all of this stuff. So they're going back and forth. They're going back and forth, back and forth. Then, as you guys reminded us, when they bring up Lebe... And Dr. Wendy says, that's my sister's friend. And she was like, that's your, that's your sister's friend? That's your sister's friend? And, and then NECA brings up the fact, he's like, well, isn't this, isn't this a, a person that you wanted your daughter to emulate? And then they flash back. These producers ain't, ain't no good. They flash back to Lebe being at the sip and see for Wendy's daughter. And they show Dr. Wendy. Did they show that in the original episode or did they dig deep? No, I guess they would have told us that this was unseen footage. So we must have seen this. And they, they show that she does, in fact, know Lebe. But now, look, and I get it. You're like, well, she didn't say that she didn't know her. 
But the depth of relationship, I know you said that's your sister's friend, but you also praised her at your own sympathy for your daughter. So I don't think she's just your sister's friend. I think she's also friends with you. I think she's more friends with you than than you and NECA. You probably know of NECA. Oh, they did say it was unseen footage because I, I, I may have missed that part. They said it was unseen footage. I didn't see that part. But okay. So they were holding on to that footage. They were holding on to that footage. These producers do not like you, Wendy. <laughs> look, look, look. These, these producers do not li- like you. Oh, wait, hold on. Sophie says, Kemp, you look like Uche from the Ibu tribe. Who's Uche from Love is Blind? That's the only Uche I can think of right now. But you guys will tell me. Uh, Charlotte says, yeah, it was unseen. Okay. All right. So this is why you, this is why you guys are here to remind me. of. I can't remember everything. You know, I watched the episode twice. <laughs> but okay. But the producers, I really don't. After I watched this episode, I was like, Wendy, these producers do not like you. And I don't know why, because look, we only know these, these housewives off of the show. We don't know these people. We don't know how they are behind the scenes. But based off the edit, these producers don't like you. They don't like you at all. And it makes me wonder. It makes me wonder. It makes me wonder, Dr. Wendy. Are you not nice behind the scenes? Just asking. Just asking. Look, 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 look. All right, guys, if you haven't already, be sure to like the video. Be sure to subscribe to the Kempire channel. And don't forget to subscribe to the Kempire radio YouTube channel for more past interviews and some of the uh, special episodes that we do on our podcast. But don't forget, you can hear the audio version of our recaps and more on both Apple and Spotify. Be sure to subscribe and rate and review the podcast Kempire radio on your favorite podcast platforms. All right. All right. So they go back and forth about dates, times. And, of course, this whole situation with Lebe, and she brings up the fact that Lebe was at your, your daughter's sip and see. And the way that it's edited, Dr. Wendy was like, uh, you're Delulu, you're Delulu. I'm like, is she? And then they, they dropped the receipt, the unseen footage. They dropped the receipt that, yes, yeah, she did praise. She did praise Lebe at her, at her um, sip and see. Look, what are we, look. Dr. Wendy, I just wish you would have owned it. This is how you take the power out of people's hands is by just telling the truth. Just tell the truth. Like, yeah, I know, I know, I know your, I know your cousin. I know her very well. Yeah, she was at my sip and see. But what does that got to do with you? <laughs> Look, what does that got to do with you? And you bringing this. And I really do wish NECA would have came in more neutral. I really do wish she would have had a side conversation. That still could have been their issue. And maybe a couple of episodes, I'm, I'm kind of going back and forth. But now it's gone into such problematic and discriminatory um, areas. And now we're talking about bots and things like that. I don't like it. I don't like it at all. Yazzie, thank you so much for the super chat. Yazzie says, only Kempire can um, get me to watch a review without watching the show first. Love it. Yazzie, thank you. And send the super chat. Thank you. <laughs> I appreciate that, guys. I mean, I get it. I feel like last night's episodes of Real Housewives of Potomac and Married to Medicine were, they weren't good. 
They weren't good, but we will be recapping Married to Medicine today at 5.30 p.m. Eastern, so be sure to stay tuned for that. The link is now available, so be sure to turn on your notifications. Please make sure that you're still subscribed, all right? Joe, thank you so much for the super chat. Joe says, maybe Giselle forgot about the term Holy Ghost Fire because she is still treating the burning fire from what Karen referred to as her hot (laughs) Wait, I got to read it clearly. Maybe Giselle forgot about the term Holy Ghost Fire because she is still treating the burning fire from what Karen referred to as her hot box. Why are you this way? (laughs) Why are you this way? I appreciate it, though. I really do appreciate it. Come on. (laughs) Not the hot box. All right. Hold on, uh, Danielle. Danielle, wow. Danielle has been a member of the channel for 28 months. 28 months. Danielle says, um, uh, Wendy tweeted, exited, we don't even know what to say anymore, this morning her receipts that didn't help her case but did help NECA. Yeah, we went through, we went through the receipts this morning, uh, um, earlier in the live. I think I think it did help her in a way, but I also think it just confirmed that yeah, there is more here. There is a more of a family connection than she was owning up to during the season. I think I do think that. Um, but I also here's the thing, and we could talk about this. But before we talk about this, I do want to drop the call in link for our members first. Let me do that first because I don't have a lot of time because I still need to. No, I already rewatched, but still, I don't have a lot of time. I need. I, can I get a little little bit of a break? Can I get a little bit of a break um, between our recaps? All right. So, Senior Royals, I'm going to drop the call-in link for you first. All right. And everyone's getting a minute. And that, to me, is already a lot. All right. Everyone's getting a minute so that we can go through this. All right. Senior Royals, we dropped the call-in link for you. Team um, Royal Court members, we're dropping the call-in link next for you. And Team Campfire members, we're going to drop the call in link next for you. Okay. All right. So here's the thing with, with Dr. Wendy and NECA that I wanted to just talk about a little bit. I can probably understand. I don't think that Dr. Wendy wanted to be the only Nigerian on this show. But I think she was probably cautious about... This woman that's using her name around town saying that she, oh, yeah, I know, you know, Dr. Wendy or this and that. I'm sure she told this to producers and it got back to Wendy where producers are probably saying to her like, oh, this woman says she knows you and and the family knows you and blah, 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 blah. So Wendy's sort of like, I don't really know her like that. So she's probably hesitant. I don't think that Dr. Wendy wanted to be the only Nigerian on the show. I really don't believe that. I'm not saying it's impossible, but I also think that she maybe she was hesitant about this woman because she's hearing things. And God only knows what we heard. And Dr. Wendy, I hope you got all of this ready to clear up during the reunion. I'm just saying, because I'm hesitant, too, about people. I don't trust a lot of people either. People, oh, I know him. I know this one. I'm like, do you know me? So that, that's all I'm, I'm giving Dr. Wendy grace here because I feel as if, well, 
Maybe she was cautious for a reason. I feel like there's a lot more to this story, and we probably could have gotten to the bottom of it if NECA had went directly to Wendy instead of being used by the Green Knight Bandits to do their dirty work. And that's exactly what they're doing. We saw them do it last season with Karen by bringing, where was Sharice? Oh, wait a minute. Where was Sharice? I know what you're thinking. We don't care, Kempire. Let's move on. Damn, y'all did Sharice dirty. Y'all did Sharice dirty. Where was Sharice? Just asking for a friend. But Jillian says that production's retaliating against Wendy, and I don't like that. I feel like something's going on. I do feel like something's going on with production and her. Uh, Shaw says that Dr. Wendy and Happy Eddie are innocent, in my opinion. I mean, look, look, look. I don't, I, I don't know if innocent's the right word I would use, but I will say this. I do feel like, and I wish, that they, were, they dealt with this more head on and just answered the questions directly. Yes, I am followed him because of this, this, and this. Yes, we know of each other through this particular person. Yes, my sister is, used to be really good friends with, with Lebe, but she kept on hitting us up for a BBL and using our name to get this BBL. <laughs> Use, okay, come on. That's why I said the text messages that Dr. Wendy posted on social media kind of gave me the idea of like, yeah, we were friends, but this chick, she wanted a BBL. She's using our name. She's trying to get, like, I wouldn't like that. Like, I'm very particular who I'm friends with. I'm very particular who I'm going to recommend for something because people out here will embarrass you. People will be out here um, dirtying up your name because of them acting all kind of shady and weird at the doctor's office. Well, Dr. Wendy Acephal's my friend. You know, she's on Real Housewives of Potomac. She's my good girlfriend. She's my twin. Give me my BBL. You, you know what I mean? Like, that would be, like, I wouldn't like that. So I'm very particular on, you know what I mean? So this, this is why I say I wonder what was being said and done behind the scenes in regards to um, Dr. Wendy and NECA and what she was telling producers and telling people around town. But NECA does say that in the conversation that Wendy was upset that she was using her name maybe to, to get into this group. So the group wants to paint the narrative that Dr. Wendy is just, um, she wanted to be the only Nigerian in the group. And I'm not, I'm not Xing that out, but at the same time, I'm like, I don't know if it's just that. I don't think that Dr. Wendy, because I haven't seen that type of behavior, even though production tried to make it seem, oh, you saw how she was reacting to Mia when Mia first got on, on the scene. But I still don't feel like um, that Dr. Wendy would be bothered with another Nigerian on, on the show. But I could be wrong. I'm not saying that I'm because I don't know how she thinks and feels. I don't know her. And neither do you. <laughs> but I also my intuition, I'm like, I don't know if that's true. Nick, thank you so much for the super chat. Nick says, um, where is the budget? Pickle bowls, a hotel in front of a construction site. <laughs> I know everyone keeps saying this about Potomac. Where is the budget? Mind you, this wasn't even paid by Ashley. We already know that. Ty, thank you so much for the uh, super chat. Ty says, latecomer here, but did Giselle forget that her ex is familiar supposedly with the, the Holy Ghost fire? And it's time for a recast because it, this is all stupid. 
Ty, tell me how you really feel. I agree, though. I agree. I don't know how I've been talking for like an hour and almost um, 30 minutes. K. Wright, thank you so much for the super chat. K. Wright says, um, remember when Wendy was mad at Karen when she said that she didn't know her during season one? I almost forget. You guys have a good... You, the elephant brain is elephant braining. <laughs> All right? I, I wonder if she said she knew Karen before coming um, in the show. Something to come up during the reunion. That would be a great question. Tweet it to Andy to let him know that you want that to be asked. I'm blocked, so I couldn't tweet it to him. <laughs> uh, it's funny because it's true. Um, Mr. Melon and Magic, this picture. Uh, thank you for the super chat. Mr. Melon says, Giselle holds the show back. Jizz will start mess, then become a victim when they clap back. She will always be a white Karen with a tan and a hot butt. <laughs> God. I mean, I think a lot of people do agree that Giselle is not helping the cast move forward because this cast is clearly divided. It's clearly divided. Be blessed. Thank you so much for the super chat. Be blessed says Kemp for, for background. I do believe Wendy knows Lebe, but in Nigerian culture, when we have a, when we have big celebrations, we must invite everyone and families and um, everyone and family friends. Yes, I, I, I understand it. And I appreciate the cultural background, but when, when they play the speech, <laughs> It's be different if Lebe was just there and they showed Lebe there. Then we could understand. But she says she, Lebe is the perfect mix of, you know, cultural and, and you know, modern. And, like, she goes in on the speech. <laughs> so, look, in all fairness, Lebe was more than just, you know, a family friend. Like, she, you know, something more. I'm just saying, the receipts were receding from production in regards to that. All right, I'm done talking. We're going to get we're going to get into some callers. Callers, you will have a minute to share your thoughts on the latest episode of The Real Housewives of Potomac. Shout out to everyone watching on TikTok, those of you watching on Facebook, The Empire and Empire Daily on Facebook, and shout out to those of you that are watching on YouTube. We appreciate you guys. Don't forget to vote in our live chat poll as well. Let us know how you would rate this week's episode of The Real Housewives of Potomac. And honestly, it's not good. You guys on YouTube are rating them. This is with over 1,300 votes. You're rating this week's episode between 4 and 7 with 47% of the vote. Ooh, producers, I know you watched. How do you feel about that? How do you feel about that? Sidebar, before we get into callers, um, um, did we get the preview for next week? And in that preview, <laughs> come on, can we just make a joke? Look, and, and mind you, if it didn't come from Mia, it probably would have been a lot funnier if it was like a joke between Candace and Wendy because we know there's no harm or, you know, ill feelings. When she says, when they have the, the crow squawking, ah! and it's just like, that's not your mama, is it? <laughs> if Candace had said it, we would be like, <laughs> I just was like, oh, wait a minute. Y'all are a mess. Come on. Anyways. Can we just have a little fun? That's what's missing from Real Housewives of Potomac. That's what's missing. Fun. Karen's giving me the funny, though. Shout out to Karen Uger. <laughs> the Taurus. The Taurus is giving us the funny. The Taurus is giving us the funny. All right. Thanks for tuning in to The Kempire here on The Kempire Radio Network. As always, don't forget to rate us five stars and give us a glowing review on your favorite podcast platform. Don't forget, you can hear the audio version of The Kempire Channel and Kempire Radio special episodes here on The Kempire Radio Podcast.
And for more information on everything Kempire, head on over to thekempire.com.